have a public comment or a club update, please put your name in the chat and we will call on you when we get to that point. Moving to action item, approval of the agenda. Do I have a motion to approve the agenda? I move to approve the agenda. Okay, movement by Frankie. Do I have a second? Second. Who was that? Maria. Okay, seconded by Maria. All opposed? All abstaining? Okay, motion passes. Uh, next action item, approval of the minutes from the prior meeting. Do I have a motion to approve the minutes? I motion to approve. I could not quite see who that was. Hi, Gina, the SSC. Okay. Um, moved by Gina. Um, do I have a second? I motion to amend. Uh, wait, there's already a there's already a motion on the table to approve. Sorry. Okay, so Gina's motion dies. So. <laughs> I move to amend uh, the meeting, uh, the prior, the meeting, the minutes from the prior meeting. Um, on line item five, section A, my name is misspelled, uh, changing it from C-A-I-T-L-Y-N to C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And it's the same for uh, line item 17, section B, subsection C, and line item 20, section A. Okay, uh, movement to approve the, or amend the agenda. Do I have a second? Second. All opposed? Or seconded by Jacob? All opposed? All abstaining? Motion passes. Um, Alario, do I fix that right now? Um, well, I'll go ahead and fix that on my end. No worries, thank you. Okay. Okay, moving on to public comment. Alaria, do I have any public comments? Um, we do. Um, so first is Ziggy Siegfried. All right, I'll go ahead. Um, first of all, thanks for letting me say a few words. Uh, I know most of you, but my name is Ziggy Siegfried. I'm the director of athletics. Um, and I typically would present at the end of uh, each month, but I had to miss last week. So I just wanted to say a few words. Um, our student athletes, our scholar athletes are, are doing well right now. Um, I did want to update as, as many of you know, we are officially part of the big West conference, uh, which has been a dream of ours for a while. And, uh, recently a student athlete, um, was selected to serve on a newly found, committee, which is called Big West Undivided, um, and it's a committee focused on uh, fighting social injustices, and I was also selected as one of the three 
ADs uh, to serve on that committee. So we're, we're very excited about that. Our student athlete is Vanessa Austin, who is on our women's basketball team. Um, another initiative that we're doing right now, and we've partnered with, I know with Alaria and ASI, is we are really pushing hard to make sure that our student athletes, our scholar athletes vote. Um, so we've, we've broken it up into three parts. First, registration. Second, making sure that they have unbiased information to guide them in, in voting. And then third, obviously, to to make them uh, to make sure that they do vote. So that uh, kind of gets kicked off next week at our student athlete welcome back. And then the last item as an update, um, as far as athletics returning to competition, our fall sports, which is men, which are men's and women's soccer, volleyball, uh, and cross country. Um, right now, those have been postponed until the spring, and we'll find out if they're going to be able to have competition at that point uh, here soon. Uh, as far as winter sports and spring sports, there have not been a definite answer um, right now, but uh, we'll continue to update people as we have more information on when your runners can uh, get back to competition uh, safely. And those are my uh, just few updates I wanted to go over. Thank you so much, Ziggy. Does anybody have any questions for Ziggy? Okay, any other public comment, Elaria? Um, yes, one second. Um, next we have, um, first we need to recognize Crystal Rains at 3.04. Okay, I recognize Crystal. Okay, next we have um, Diego uh, Leon. And so I'm gonna go ahead and unmute you, Diego, one second. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, thank you for letting me speak at this time. Um, my name is Diego Leon. I am a student at CHB and, I, and I, a resident at Student Housing East. Um, I have a question for y'all. So Starbucks was shut down this Thursday, leaving student, uh, leaving housing residents with no breakfast option. So will the Runner Cafe now be open for breakfast or will there be any other breakfast options provided for the students? Thank you. Thank you, Diego. I know we have some folks on from Airmark that are gonna make a public comment afterwards. So um, I, we're, we're hoping to have that answer um, for you. Um, next is um, Carly uh, Leon. Carly, I'm gonna um, unmute you. Go ahead, Carly. Good afternoon, my name is Crivelli and I am a peer advocate at the CSUB Student Housing East. And I am concerned about the breakfast option due to not all students have a mode of transportation outside of campus. So I was wondering if, if other places would collaborate with CSUB in order to provide breakfast options, or if we would open up like Panda Express or Starbucks. I know Starbucks has a requirement to meet each day. So would another option be provided 
And that is my question. Thank you. Thank you, Corelli. Um, Ulysses would like to seek recognition from the chair at 311. I recognize Ulysses. Okay, um, is there anyone else here for public comment? Um, please write your name in the chat or um, type your name over in Q&A and we'll go ahead and unmute you. Um, Dr. Cantrell, you can go ahead and unmute yourself. Good afternoon, everyone. I just wanted to say hello to everyone. Hello to the group. Um, um, I, I don't have a lot of detail. You know our enrollment is up. Um, we have more than 11,900 students on our campus, so we're really happy about that. The one thing I did want to get to you is that I know we're in the first couple of weeks of school. And so um, for any of you that, that may be having some challenges or students you know that may be having some challenges getting to some of our service areas, be it admissions, financial aid, um, registrar, any of that, um, feel free to contact um, enrollment. I'll put it in the chat, enrollment at csub.edu. We established a, a new um, email address. So if you're really running into some barriers in that, we wanna make sure that we're meeting those. Um, and then other than that, um, just wanted to make sure that you're getting everything you need. If you have any questions, please feel free to, to let me know and I'm happy to help. Welcome back. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Contrell. Do I have any other public comments? Um, at least at this time, no, thank you. Okay, moving on to club updates. Are there any club updates? We do, we have a Ro Roxana Sparza here from the Society of Women Engineers. Um, Roxanne, go ahead and give us your club update. Hi everyone, I'm very happy and blessed to be here. And I hope everyone is doing well. So our club update is that on September 18th, at 2 p.m. to 3. We're going to be having a guest speaker. His name is Abel Morelos. He is a NASA internships and communications coordinator that we reached out to and has agreed to speak. And another update is regarding the current economic development forum here in Bakersfield. Uh, it is comprised of women in STEM. I am on their member list. And if anyone is interested in joining that, and their meetings, please let me know. I think if possible, I can leave my email in the comment chat so that you can have my contact info. But yeah, so we're gonna have a guest speaker and if anyone's interested in joining those meetings in Kern County, please let me know. Thank you. Thank you so much, Roxanne. Do I have any other club updates? Uh, not at this time. Okay. Moving on to Academic Senate Report. Hi, um, the Academic Senate met yesterday. Um, there were no major issues yesterday. Um, after the emergency meeting the week before that passed uh, four resolutions um, that pertains to um, issues that arises from alternative delivery, yesterday's meeting was an orientation to new senators about the procedures of the academic senate. Um, four resolutions that were passed last week is now on President Celestini's desk. Um, they were first one allowing students who went into 
academic disqualifications in the spring to be immediately reinstated. Um, the second one, um, to allow GUAR to be offered through online as long as the campus is on alternative delivery. Um, the third one is to allow faculty who undergoes uh, what we call RTP process, the, re um, uh, the retention tenure and promotion process to submit their files online instead of a physical file, again, due to the current situation. And the fourth one is to allow instructors to continue teaching virtually without the need for an online teaching certification. Uh, next week, um, the Academic Senate Standing Committees will meet for the first time this semester. That's it. Thank you, Charles. Does anybody have any questions? Okay, moving on to alumni engagement report. There is not an alumni engagement report today. And, um, and then actually um, we have two more public comments. So if we could go back um, to public comments. Um, so, uh, first we have Sergio Brito. So Sergio, I'm just gonna go ahead and um, unmute you. Hello everyone. Uh, my name is Sergio Brito and um, I live here in Student Housing and Residence Live. Um, I also have a concern about uh, food insecurity and not having a breakfast option available for students that live on campus. Um, I know that y'all said that Airmark is going to make a statement about that, but I was also wondering if there's any way, I know that other campuses, um, notably some UC campuses, have formed partnerships with restaurants that are nearby the university and students are allowed to use their dining money at those nearby restaurants. Given the certain the current climate here um, at CSUB with only having the cafe and having very limited options, I know that some of the residents um, have dietary restrictions and aren't able to find um, food options available there. Um, and to live on campus, they do um, they are required to have a dining plan. So I was wondering if there's any way that ASI could facilitate a conversation about possibly um, partnering up with either some shopping centers that are nearby. I know we have the marketplace right across the street from uh, Student Housing and Residence Life. We have Trader Joe's um, possibly forming some sort of partnership where students are able to use their student um, dining funds to purchase food at other restaurants that have a variety of options as well as um, uh, more better hours for lack of better words, uh, better hours for that are more suitable for the student population. Thank you, Sergio. Um, next is um, Wayne Noreen. So Wayne, I will unmute you. Wayne, you can go ahead. Okay, can everybody hear me? Okay, uh, so first of all, uh, just to address the Starbucks issue, I wanna make it clear that, um, you know, it brings no joy to close, have to close down Starbucks. And we anticipated a lot more people participating 
at Starbucks than actually did over the past few weeks. Generally, just so you have an idea, Starbucks is a licensed brand and it has to be upheld to a certain standard. Um, you can't just open kind of like, oh, we're only going to open part of Starbucks. Um, it has to be the whole everything or nothing because we're representing a brand. So that being said, actually, it's Aramark that's representing the brand. But um, generally speaking, uh, there needs to be at least 200 people a day um, in order to keep that open. Um, on the average, it was 25 a day at best. Okay, so that's the, the key reason for that. Um, and I understand with the breakfast options, and I know I have uh, Owen is on this call as well, um, but <clears throat> I know that he has provided, uh, let me back up a bit, because this happened um, uh, back, uh, I want to say in the, in the spring when the pandemic started, where we had to close some things down and be creative because we've never been through this before. And um, we even tr try to do like, hey, can we do a, you know, place an order and we'll deliver it or whatever. And literally, I'm not making this up, had zero participation. And uh, like I said, Owen Smith, who's the food service director for Airmark, can, can probably share a little more on that uh, when I'm done. But as far as, uh, as far as the um, um, uh, breakfast options, what Airmark has come up with is um, some other options. So for example, when you go for lunch or dinner, you can purchase you know, some breakfast items to keep in your room uh, or refrigerator or what, what have you for hot cereals and breakfast burritos and things like that. So there are um, options to, to have for breakfast. Um, when we, uh, this happened again, I'm going back to history. We opened before at I want to say it was like nine o'clock and literally there was zero. People. Uh, once in a while, there'd be one or two that stroll by. Uh, so um, the participation is not there. It's a lot of energy to, to, to burn, to open up the entire place and have the kitchens running and everything else when nobody comes to participate. But having those other options and Owen can speak to, what what he can do for you if there's something you don't like or something you'd like to see, um, uh, he he's happy to work with um, with every student uh, who who has some concerns. So uh, maybe Alaria, if um, maybe you could open up to Owen, he could probably talk a little more about the menu itself. Okay, thank you, Wayne. Um, next, um, we'll um, this uh, Jaime Duran seeks recognition from the chair at three nineteen. I recognize Jaime. Um, and next, we're going to have a public comment by Owen Smith. Um, Owen, you are unmuted. Okay. Um, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Wayne, for uh, uh, those comments. Uh, yes, I am the food service director here uh, with Aramark. Um, and I know a couple of the items that were mentioned were uh, dietary needs. Um, and I tried covering this through the orientations uh, this summer. Uh, my email, my phone number, um, the fact that I'm here uh, every day, um, any student is more than welcome to reach out to me with specific dietary needs and we will make sure that uh, we do everything in our power to meet those needs, uh, whether it be uh, gluten allergies, vegetarian, vegan, um, 
dairy issues, anything like that. Um, in specifics in regards to uh, breakfast, I think uh, Wayne actually uh, mentioned most of this already. Um, because we don't have an, an area that is open at the time of, um, of service for breakfast hours, and we've already been doing this the last couple of weeks with uh, uh, Starbucks not being open on uh, uh, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, uh, we have breakfast items available uh, that you can take back with you. Uh, some heat and serve items, uh, whether it be oatmeal, um, uh, we have some breakfast burritos. Uh, we had some, uh, I think like sausage, egg and cheese, um, sandwiches and stuff. Um, I just checked, it looked like we were out. So we'll be making sure we bring a few more of those types of items in. Um, but we're really looking to have uh, a variety of those items. Um, on the weekends specifically, um, we do try to feature breakfast items on Saturdays and Sundays um, from our hot stations. So you can have made to order omelets, eggs, uh, those types of things as well. Um, because we want to try to give you as much of a variety as possible. Um, but understanding that we have a very limited amount of people that we're trying to give the broadest variety too. Uh, we're only seeing, like uh, I believe Wayne had mentioned this, uh, we're seeing about 30, 35 uh, people a meal period over here in the cafeteria even. Uh, so anybody that is coming over here, uh, specifically from housing that uh, feels they're forced that this is their only option, please uh reach out to me, let me know, Hey, I've been looking for this item. Um, you know, these, this is my dietary needs, anything like that. And we will be more than happy to work with you, uh, to make sure that, uh, your needs are met. Um, and we can take care of you. Uh, otherwise, you know, I, if you have other specific suggestions, um, menu rotation ideas, please let me know. Um, we are more than welcome to uh, change things up. Uh, since we are catering to you and you're only a handful of people here, we're going to do our best to make sure that we're giving you what you're looking for. Uh, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you, Owen. Uh, and then, Jonathan, we also have Jasmine Montoya here from the Psychology Club for a club update. Jasmine, go ahead and um, give your update. Hi, thank you so much. My name is Jasmine and I'm the current president of the Psychology Club. We're actually gonna be having our first Psychology Club meeting um, this Thursday on September 10th at 5.30. We're gonna be having a guest speaker coming in from the Borgen Project, which is an organization that fights national homelessness. Uh, they're gonna be sharing some volunteer internship opportunities for students. Uh, we're also collaborating with NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental, Mental Illness, um, to promote mental health awareness and normalize therapy in the community. Um, there's going to be a NAMI walk on October 10th. So on our next meeting, we're just going to be um, talking about uh, activities that we want to do for, for that day. And let's see... That's pretty much it. And we're actually on RunnerSync. Uh, we're all up, all our updated information is on that. So you can find us on there or you can email us and I can probably put that in the chat to share. Thank you. 
Thank you, Jasmine. Uh, do we have any other public comments or club updates? No, we're good now. We can get back on agenda. Okay. Moving on to campus programming report. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Apoth Aldele. I'm one of the campus programming coordinators. Um, I think this is my first meeting of the academic year, so I'm seeing a lot of new faces. Um, so we just wrapped up our um, week of welcome, which was um, really great. We had a lot of virtual events. Um, we had an improv show. We had like a Wellness Wednesday event. Um, and then we ended it with T-Pain uh, Q&A. So as a lot of you know, we were supposed to have T-Pain at our runner nights last year, um, last semester, and we were unable to do that. So we brought them on for a Q&A. Um, and so we would really appreciate it if we can get some feedback if any of you were at the event, um, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it, feel free to uh, let me know in the chat or I'm going to put my email address in there as well. And you can um, send me an email with, you know, what you liked, what you didn't, what you would like to see um, at future events as well. We are planning our runner nights. Um, and so this year we're going to, we're hoping to do a musical, like the music runner nights in the fall, which in the past we've done a carnival. So we're going to switch it around. Um, and so what you would like to see at that as well. So um, what does that look like? Do you want multiple smaller artists, one big headline artist, um, stuff like that. So we're really open to whatever suggestions um, you all may have. Um, but yeah, some other things we have going on. Um, we are uh, planning Hispanic Heritage Month, um, finalizing all of those dates. So keep an eye out for that. Um, we're starting with a kickoff on uh, September 15th, which is the first day, goes from September 15th to October 15th. Um, and some other events that we have are uh, the Latino uh, Faculty Staff Association is putting on um, some events, a documentary showing, a uh, speaker. Uh, we're also looking to do um, like an art night, paint nights. Um, and um, SRC is going to do like a Kahoot. So there's some a few things going on for that month. So keep an eye out for that. Hopefully the schedule will be um, coming out soon. Uh, another exciting thing that we have is a calendar of events. So if any of you are familiar with our student affairs calendars that we used to um, send out, we are doing an electronic version of that. Um, and I'm not sure if I can share my screen. I think I can't share it while another participant is sharing. But um, yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan, if you want to stop sharing your screen so Afaf can share hers. There you go, Afaf. Um, so it'll look something or it'll, it'll look like a lot like this. Um, and then if you hover over the events, if there's a Zoom link for it, you can just click directly to it, which makes it super easy. More information. It'll either take you to the Zoom event or an Instagram page with more info or a website. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, we have some a little bit of detail uh, updates that we're fixing right now. And hope to send it out um, as soon as possible. So we have that. Um, some events that are coming up, we have a brown bag discussion and an expression nights, um, both on Thursday, September 17th. Um, the 
brown bag discussion is going to be on mental health and wellness and it'll be with uh, some of the counselors here on campus and um, the expression nights we have a special guest host his name is propaganda propaganda um, he's a poet and he's going to be emceeing the um, for the night so if anybody wants to perform or knows anyone that wants to perform if you go to our uh, instagram page at csub programming and you click our link tree there's a link there to for a form that you can just fill out what you'll be performing how much time you need um, contact information so if you're interested or know anybody that's interested please please send them that way um, we would love to get a great turnout some great talent so um some other updates that i have um I actually think that's about it. So um, if anybody has any questions, any ideas about some events we should do or can do or want to collaborate with us, um, we are definitely open to it. This whole virtual events is a is a learning curve. So any feedback we can get from you all as students um, and student leaders is much appreciated. So again, if you have any questions, um, I'll be sticking around and then I'll also put my email in the chat as well. Thank you so much, Afaf. Do we have any questions? Please, um, so if you're on the board, raise your hand in the participant window or write your name in the chat. Seeing none. Okay, moving on to the president's report. Well, thank you very much. It's wonderful to be with all of our student leaders today, and I hope this week continued to be another smooth week for all of you. I want to begin by sharing how proud I am of your very first meeting last week. It was just with great pride to sit and watch the great leadership that you exhibited um, and for all the progress that you have made in one week. So I really want to commend you and, and thank you for all of your hard work. And I'm really proud of your leadership as we began this academic year. I want to also let all of you know that I was invited to be part of a of a forum, um, and this was a forum that was uh, from the White House. Uh, it was Vice President uh, Pence and others speaking, and particularly they were talking about uh, college students, university students, and COVID. And I wanna just give you a brief takeaway. One of the things that was clearly shared is, uh, is that the, the, uh, the federal government uh, wants to clearly send a message that crowds equal infection. And so I'll share this with you as you go into Labor Day, that it is still imperative that all of us continue to practice very safe measures with our health, that we are wearing masks, that we are, again, not going out and exposing ourselves uh, to large numbers of people in crowds, um, and that uh, it's, it's, it's been shown that these past holidays um, have really been uh, uh, very, very problematic for our nation. So they wanted to get the university presidents on the line this morning just so we could um, share that concern with you. So as you go into Labor Day weekend, again, remember that this is, this is one of the times that we tend to let our, our guard down um, on these three-day weekends, but it's just imperative um, that you stay away from crowds and that you do continue to be very uh, very, very um, conscientious about your health. So um, with that, let me also just share that we have a couple of other opportunities for uh, sharing information that we're learning 
Um, and uh, we have our president's forum that will be uh, coming up not next week, but the week after September 16th, a Wednesday, 9 to 1030. We always really gain when students are involved in our in our president's open forum. So uh, please do join us for that event. And then that same week, a very busy week, um, we have our runner walk and talk, our virtual runner walk and talk. So, again, that is specifically time with students, but we're very happy when our faculty and staff also uh, join us for that. So that is on the 16th uh, from, from uh, I'm sorry, on the 17th, Thursday, the 17th from two to three. Um, so I look forward to keep keeping you updated and giving you reminders about um, those other opportunities for conversations. Thank you. Happy to take questions. Thank you for your report, Dr. Zelezny. Uh, do we have any questions? Seeing none. Okay, moving on to the student affairs report. Dr. Dernick, you can unmute yourself. I just, I just got it done there. Hi everyone, um, good afternoon, happy Friday. It's great to see you all at the second meeting here of ASI for the uh, new academic year. Um, I wanted to mention three things quickly. Um, Last week, Dr. Wallace mentioned the, um, the guaranteed 4.0 learning system um, program that's coming to campus next week. And I just wanted to remind you all about that. Um, we have different sessions for different student groups on campus. And ASI's session is um, on September 11th at 1 p.m. Is that right, Alaria? That's yes. Okay. Um, there was an open session for students and that's, from what I understand, that's full, which is great, but it's full. So um, I think we'll have a conversation about what we might be able to do about that um, to make sure that, that students who aren't affiliated with the student organization can, can get the same benefits from learning. It's a, it's a learning system. It's really easy to follow. It's, there are three steps to it. Um, and it shows you how to study, basically, and what to study and how to take notes. It's just really good stuff that no one has ever really taught this in school. You know, you're not taught this in high school. Um, we don't really teach it necessarily at the university. Some instructors probably do, um, but this is a great system and um, it's guaranteed, so uh, can't beat that. <laughs> so that's, that's one thing. Um, I wanted to mention to you all that CCB has an ombudsperson for students and her name is Maria Paleologo. And some of you may know Maria. She's a, she's a professor here at the university. She's been here for many years. And um, the ombudsperson helps students settle issues and problems with others, with faculty, staff, other students um, at the lowest possible level and um, before, before entering into official university you know, procedures like uh, grievances and things like that. So um, I, I wanna take this opportunity to let you know about that so you can let your constituents know that if someone has a problem they can call the ombudsperson. It's the perfect person to call and chances are she can help get the situation resolved. So I wanna encourage that. I've got brochures. Um, I think I'll, I'll probably scan them. It's probably the best thing to do and, and send them to you all so you, have, so you have the information. So you have Maria's contact information. Okay, so um, I'll do that. So, so if you have any questions about that after you get the brochure, let me know. And then the last thing I wanted to mention, um, was the Kern Home Share, and this is part of basic needs, and we've been really struggling to look at ways to find 
affordable housing for students. And um, District 3, Kern County Supervisor Madigan from District 3 um, came, approached campus, he approached the president, he talked with Dr. Wallace, and um, they have a program that they've developed with the county that we're going to, we're going to kind of um, get involved with and see how it works. And um, basically for people that might own homes that their children have grown up and, and gone away to school and, and left home, um, you know, extra bedrooms that can be rented to students and um, the students would be vetted, the, 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 the individuals who own the homes would be vetted to make sure it's a good match. And um, um, so we're putting this together to help address some of the housing issues that, that we're experiencing with students. And um, we're, we're, we're not moving real fast, of course, because of the current pandemic situation. The last thing we wanna do is put people in people's houses that they don't know or are, they're not related to. Um, but that's, this is coming attraction, I guess is my point. So just wanna let you know about that as well. And that is all I have for today. Thank you, Dr. Dernick. Uh, do we have any questions? Uh, Gina said, uh, Dr. Dernick, that that's an, sounds like an awesome program. Great, appreciate that. Okay, let me just check. Nope, no questions. Okay, moving on then to student union and organization governance report. Hello, everybody. I'm sorry I missed last week. My Wi-Fi was not cooperating. Uh, but I kicked it around a little bit last weekend, and here I am. Uh, so I've got an update for our uh, our experiences last week. We had club fair on Wednesday, and normally, of course, we have about 50 tables set out by the cafe that students can peruse and ask questions of the of the uh, club members and officers. And we didn't want to give up that face-to-face -face time, so we had each of the clubs create a Zoom link. We put all of the Zoom links on csub.edu on our uh, student org page. Uh, and from 10 to 2 on Wednesday, students could go check out any of those uh, clubs that they were interested in. I don't have any response from what the turnout was on that, but we have gotten some responses back on our feedback form. And it's been overwhelmingly positive and not just a little positive, but very, very positive. So I was actually a little surprised at that. I thought that it was going to you know, maybe qualify as a second effort. And uh, I think people like it enough that we'll do this in addition to uh, regular tabling in the future. Um, we also did a thing called virtual tabling. So it's kind of like club tabling that's not related to club fair, where the clubs put up a short video and anybody can go at any time and check those out. Uh, we've got about 24 clubs that had uh, videos up. And since they've been up, they've gotten a total of 418 total views which is about 17 per club. So we're really happy about that. Uh, Psych Club, if Psych Club's still around, they had the highest uh, turnout with 44 views on their page. Uh, so they have a, a really nice video and a lot of people checked it out. Um, and I think that's really the extent of my report. If anybody's got any questions, I'll be around for a bit. Thank you, Ed. Uh, do we have any questions for him? Uh, Vanessa has a comment. Hi, Ed. I just wanted to say um, that I really think that you've been doing a lot of great work, especially with um, keeping like Runner Sync up to date and um, supporting all of the clubs on our campus. Um, so I appreciate all of that effort. I think that the virtual tabling was, um, I think it went well, being that we are in a virtual environment. So thank you. Thank you very much. 
Uh, I will add to that that we've got normally we have about 125 clubs with five of those on the AV campus. Uh, currently, we have 80 clubs going through the chartering process. So considering the situation, I think 80 is really, really good. Uh, Maria has a comment. Hello, um, Ed. I just wanted to say that I know we're virtual, but a lot of us are still waiting to see the Monopoly board. <laughs> I'll email it to you. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Okay, any other questions? Uh, that's all I see. Okay, moving on to appointments, oath of office. Do we have any? I don't, I believe we do not. Okay, uh, then moving on to campus issues. Uh, so um, obviously um, we heard from students today about issues related to the breakfast hours. So Nadia, um, who's the vice president of Campus Life is going to be organizing a meeting between housing students, Airmark, including Owen and Wayne. Um, and um, so we can start to figure out some options for students over there. We've also had students email into ASI um, concerned about not hearing from their professors. And so um, I have forwarded those um, names of uh, professors over to the provost's office so we could um, have folks reach out to them. So those are probably our two biggest issues that we've had. Okay. Do we have any questions about those two things? Not that I see. Okay, moving to new business information item, uh, Dr. James Rodriguez. So everyone, I'd love to um, introduce to you all um, Dr. James Rodriguez, who's the new um, Dean for our social sciences and education. And so I'm gonna turn it over to Dr. Rodriguez to introduce himself and share anything he wants with you all. Dr. Rodriguez, you can unmute yourself. Thank you, Ilaria. And good afternoon to everyone. I'm so happy to be able to join you this afternoon and to be able to introduce myself as the Dean of the School of Social Sciences and Education. Um, it's been a wonderful um, start to the semester and I've actually had a head start uh, over the summer. This is, I've completed nearly two months or actually I'm past the two month mark and I've just been so pleased and amazed at all of the wonderful things that are going on on the campus um, within the School of Social Sciences and Education, our faculty, staff, and, and all, of, all of you, the students. And uh, I look forward to getting to work with ASI, getting to know you, um, getting to work with student organizations within social sciences and education, like the Psychology Club, um, and also student organizations beyond the School of Social Sciences and Education. And, I also look forward to being able to have more time with students. And so an opportunity that, I'm, uh, that I've created um, is coming up and I'd like to share with all of you that next Thursday, September 10th, which I believe is also the day of the Psychology Club meeting in the afternoon, um, I'll be hosting a conversation hour at noon. So from noon to one. And if anyone is interested in attending and participating in that conversation hour, um, I will post an email address that you can um, respond to on, in the chat box. Um, and again, um, I appreciate the time to be able to say a few words this afternoon. And I just can't, uh, words cannot express how happy and excited I am 
to be able to be part of the CSUB family and to be the dean of the School of Social Sciences and Education and to be able to work with all of the faculty, staff, and to work with you, the students. So, um, and I wish you a wonderful and safe Labor Day weekend. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Rodriguez. Uh, does anybody have any questions? I do not see any questions, but Dr. Rodriguez, there's lots of welcomes for you in the chat, so you can see those. Thank you for the warm welcome. Okay, moving on then to uh, new business information item, Chief Martin Williamson with UPD Updates. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, just so you wonder why the bright blue shirt doesn't match my normal uniform. I'm actually working remotely today and I'm trying something, I'm actually out of town. So, uh, uh, but I'm, I'm glad I could be here with you. Uh, to start off with, uh, this is my second week in a row normally. This will, I'll, I'll meet with, for those people that are new, I'll meet uh, with ASI uh, once a month at the beginning of the month, unless something comes up and then Elario will bring me back. But, uh, so this is my, my get back into the routine of a monthly meeting. Uh, so a couple of things uh, to Brenda. Uh, thank you. Uh, if you remember last week, uh, I mentioned that the uh, our officers, our university police officers, were doing some active shooter training virtually. First time my officers have ever done it. And I understand it was a good success. And Brenda joined them on Monday. Uh, we hoped that we would have some faculty join us today. But to my knowledge, we did not get any faculty that uh, that was able to join us today. So, Brenda, thank you. I don't know if this is out of line, but I was wondering if, if Brenda, I, I heard some of the descriptions, uh, Brenda, of how intense it got. So I don't know if you if you can say a couple words, if that's allowable, uh, just as a description of, of what it was like to go through that kind of training. Absolutely, Brenda, just go ahead and unmute yourself. Thank you, thank you. Um, it was actually pretty intense, but at the same time, I feel like um, UPD um, has that support from the colleagues you guys work with, and I know you guys are a team, and I actually like that. Um, the active shooter um, virtual range was actually quite intensive at the beginning and towards the end. Um, I learned quite new things, and I also learned more things about myself than um, I think I could like take it into a different perspective. So I want to say thank you. Um, I was actually talking with this with my other committee members and um, I learned that that UPD is very compassionate towards students and I love that. I love that all, all about it. So I want to say thank you for the opportunity as well and, and hope that if anybody you guys are more um, want to know more about it, you guys could let me know. And I understood Brenda got so intense that she actually dropped your mask so you could breathe better in order to stay in yeah. the in the fight. Is that I just heard that? I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yes, I did. I was actually it was you get into the persona. So I felt like I was like trying to like I was in I was literally in the game, you know. So I um it was so intense that I I couldn't like speak louder and I wanted to speak louder to the camera. So I had to take off my mask, but then um, I realized, uh, well, we were all like spread it. So it was only like three of us in the room. So it was with Steve and, uh, and the one that was helping us out with the virtual training. So it was more, but it was, um, it was a good thing. I actually learned so much, but yeah, hey. so it was really intense. I know yeah. now I know what it's like to like be part of it. And it's such a roller coaster. It's, it's so hard. 
Well, thanks again, Brenda. I know the officers certainly enjoyed having you come out too and showing the interest. And again, if there if we have more of an interest, we can always set something up uh, for maybe just ASI uh, specifically. And then I could just bring out a couple officers and just remembering that we have the spread. So thanks, Brenda. Again, first time we've tried that. So I'm glad it worked out very well. And, and everybody got kind of an understanding of what goes on. So uh, that's that's pretty neat. Um, on to COVID, uh, President Zlesny uh, brought up, you know, a, a couple of things. Uh, let me just say that uh, our, our last week went fairly smooth. We had uh, some minor issues. And I say that uh, in the sense that... Um, Things could be a lot worse if you look at Chico, that's, the classes have been canceled. San Diego State, the classes have been canceled temporarily. I mean, going virtual. Uh, universities across the nation are, are having impacts. And so far, ours, I'm going to say, have been minor. But I will. I just want to reassure you that all the planning that this uh, campus has, has completed came into, not all of it, but a lot of it came into play and everything worked as we had hoped for and better in some areas and, and such. So hopefully it doesn't get any worse than this, but if it does, we'll be prepared to, to move forward. So again, we're gonna, we're keeping an eye on it and, and we're gonna be ultra conservative in order to protect this campus. So again, when we, when, when we look at things, we look at it as what's the best way for us to protect each individual, but at the same time, the, the entire campus from, students, staff, faculty, and visitors. So again, the team meets weekly and as needed. In fact, I have a meeting here at four o'clock with the assessment team to follow up on some things. So I just wanna assure you that we're still monitoring and so far we've had we've had a pretty good, a pretty good uh, uh, success with our campus, but the president stressed it again, social distancing, cover, uh, you know, cover your face, that those are imperative uh, in order to, to stop this spread and to keep everybody safe. So again, I hope everybody has that, that safe holiday, but keeping those in mind. Um, the advisory, uh, the, the uh, University Police Advisory Council, uh, I mentioned to you, was approved. And I just sent out an email to, to, uh, to the ASI president and some others on campus so we can start now identifying uh, to fill those positions. Uh, and I'm hoping that by the time we get through all that, we'll have I'm hoping to have our first meeting by the end of October. I'm very excited about that to uh, blaze a new trail and to see, uh, to get get views from the campus and this how we can improve university policing, make people feel more and more comfortable and safe and secure on our campus or any other community policing strategy. So I'm very excited about that. Um, keep in mind that uh, parking is still not being enforced at this time. Uh, I believe Tom Davis and I will be meeting in the next week or so to try to figure out uh, where we're going to go with it, whether we keep the same or whether we, we propose changes or whatever. Uh, just keeping in mind that, that we are required to charge for parking, but right now we've been, been uh, waiving that because of the situation we're in. So we're, we're not sure where it's going to go, but right now, please just park legally uh, and safely, but you don't have to worry about a permit at this point in time. Uh, the last thing I'll mention is, uh, you know, our officers are still out there, even though we have limited students on campus. But uh, for those, you know, that uh, Sergeant Corona, uh, Veronica Corona, she's usually on the bike. Um, well, I'll tell you what, bad guys are going to learn to stay off of Cal State uh, Bakersfield campus because she just uh, she found another individual today carrying several bikes, which, OK, you only need one to ride, folks. That's pretty obvious. Even I could see that one. Uh, but this one was carrying two or three bikes and parts of it. So she stopped this individual, besides drugs, warrants, uh, weapons, uh, this individual went to jail, uh, but he was on our campus. 
And so again, still this campus is very, very safe because of uh, people like Veronica and our other officers are out there. So if you ever see anything, again, even though we don't have a lot of people, but if you're on campus and you see something, please call us, let us come out and investigate it. We wanna make sure it stays safe to the best of our ability. So far we've been doing really, really good. So I just ask for everybody uh, to, to call us if you see anything. And if you and if you have any questions, please call us. And with that, I, I'm open to any questions or comments or concerns. Um, and I thank you very much for for your time to, again this afternoon. Thank you for your update, Chief Williamson. Uh, does anybody have any comments or questions? None that I see. Okay, moving on then to new business information item, Katrina Gilmore with CC Updates. Okay, happy Friday, everyone. Um, is there any way that I can share my screen? Here, thank you. So I have a couple of updates. Um, I wanted to let you know that the CC is still doing walk-ins um, for the academic year, but we're doing virtual walk-ins. So you'll still be able to meet with a career counselor uh, for 20 minutes. Um, and usually these appointments are about uh, resume development or topics that are not going to be included in a, maybe an hour long appointment with a career counselor. Um, but you would make the schedule, you would actually schedule it on Handshake. Um, the, the times are available for uh, making those virtual walk-ins within 24 hours of that day. So you can go in and uh, click on those. And I also wanted to show you um, our virtual career, uh, virtual volunteer fair is coming up next Wednesday. So if you were to go into csub.joinhandshake.com, you would be able to go into the event section here. And you'd be able to click on the virtual fall career, uh, all volunteer fair. That's next Wednesday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Um, in order to interact with the organizations that are offering opportunities, uh, you would have to pre-register. And so you'll see a registration button here. Um, the organizations that are coming have put together uh, a schedule that they would be talking to students and you need to pre-register for those schedules uh, before the actual date of the event. So I really recommend if you wanted to um, add to your resume, get some experience working in a field that's close to yours to register for that particular fair. Um, it'll actually get you ready for attending our fall career expo that's coming in October. Uh, where we have different employers from various um, industries um, uh, <clears throat> participating in that. Also in our event section, you will be able to see all the different events that we have coming up for fall. So those are now posted in Handshake. So if you need to um, get information on how to put a resume together, um, being ready for different um, career events, learning how to do an interview. They're all listed through this handshake system and all these particular events will be offered virtually. Um, in the chat, I'm gonna actually put in our contact information. Um, it will have uh, the, the handshake login, csub.joinhandshake.com and you'll see our contact information below. So we're still here, still on campus, still operating. Uh, so feel free to um, get in contact with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Do, uh, does anybody have any questions or comments for Katrina? I have a 
quick um, comment. So I'll make sure to share this on our Instagram and I'll even do a little um, screen recording and showing students um, how to get to those pages and include that on our link tree. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Absolutely. Okay, any other questions or comments? Uh, not that I see. Okay. Moving on then to new business discussion item, Queen King and Paul Mendoza, draft of ASI financial statements. Hello. Okay. Hi, um, I'm Queen King. I am the Associate Vice President of Financial Services and the University Controller. Um, I work uh, directly with Tom Davis, the VP of Business Administrative Services and the Campus CFO as it relates to all the audits on campus. My role on campus is pretty much um, the day-to-day -day accounting, financial reporting, some of the tax reporting and budget reporting of the university um, and the auxiliaries. And so um, a couple weeks before the external auditors come to present the audited financial statements of ASI, um, I usually come in and give the group kind of like an overview of what an audit is and what you can expect. Paul Mendoza is the Director of Accounting and Reporting Services. Paul, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. Paul Mendoza, Director of Accounting and Reporting Services for Student Affairs. Okay. Um, we work together on the um, ASI audit as it relates to the preparation of all the documents that are needed to prepare the audited financial statements for review. And so, first of all, I just want to give you an overview of an audit. So, it's our fiduciary responsibility to have an audit of the financial transactions that occur um, in ASI. And just so you know, all transactions are not reviewed. Um, they take a sample based on the items that they look at from a financial uh, financial from a financial aspect. And they they look at how we how the university um, administer its policies and procedures surrounding um, finances, and so we don't. It's not an audit that is led by management. It's led by the audit committee, and so um, the audit committee of ASI engages the auditor to perform these services. And so from from the standpoint of what you guys will see is you will receive an audit committee package. That package will give you kind of like an overview of some of the adjustments that may have needed to be made. Uh, number two, in the audit package, you will see some recommendations as it relates to um, if there are recommendations of the improvement of processes. And then you will also receive kind of a financial statement packet. And in that financial statement packet, you will receive a statement of net position, which is, uh, in other accounting terms, a balance sheet. And a balance sheet is basically um, a historical view of how ASI has uh, performed. It lists all your, your assets, basically all of your uh, liabilities. And if there's a residual to move forward each year, it would be represented on that um, financial statement. And then there's also the statement of activities. And the statement of activities is a report of the current activity of the year. You will be able to see the um, revenues that are coming in 
for AFI, including the student fees and how those revenues were spent during the year. You will always receive a statement of cash flow, which basically tells you how much cash has been spent in various areas areas and things of that sort. And you would also receive a schedule of functional expenses. And this outlines some of the major expenses that have occurred in the organization. One of the major expenses of ASI is actually funding scholarships. And so you will see the breakout as it relates to scholarships, the programming expenses, as well as general and administrative expenses, which we often refer to as overhead. And so that's just a little bit of what you expect during the audit. And the audit is very, our auditors are very open um, with the student organization. So if you have any questions or concerns, you can pose that during the time of, of the audit. And if you also have questions before the, the audit, um, Alar, you can coordinate with Alaria and she can help um, get those questions answered as well. And that's pretty much it from my part. Uh, thank you, Queen. Uh, does anybody have any questions, comments, or have any discussion to be had? Okay, so everyone, so just so you kind of know the process, so Queen and Paul will send over to me the drafts of our financial statements. And so then that will be on your email. So you will have the next two weeks to look at that. On the 18th, since we're not having a meeting next week, our auditors will be coming. So you all might have seen Andy and Jennifer from Aldrich. They're going to come in to Zoom and they're going to um, give you their, their, their um, and again, ASI hires them. So we, so you as a board hire them to do your, um, your audit. So they're going to come in and share with you what they have found. Um, and likewise, as you're reviewing the financial statements, if there's any questions that you have, um, you just send those over to me. I'll um, send those over to Queen and Paul and we'll get those answered. And again, you can also ask those questions um, live on the 18th um, with um, Jennifer and Andy and then Queen and Paul will be there too. So if there's additional answers, they would have them as well. So any other questions before we thank Queen and Paul for being here? Okay, thanks you guys. Thank you. Okay, moving on then to new business action item SB 103, adding viewpoint neutrality to the ASI bylaws. Okay, so um, Frankie, do you wanna jump in here? Sorry, my computer's acting weird for a second. Let's see, should I pull up the bylaws, or um, can or should um, is Jonathan going to? John can pull up the bylaws. Okay. All right, so you can scroll down. So not, I don't really have much that I change. I don't have anything I changed on this or anything to amend for the bylaws besides just um, the stuff that was in highlighted for the viewpoint neutrality. But um, I'll talk more when we get to the code and the policy. But uh, um, as of now, nothing's changed from last week. 
Is this where you need me to be, Frankie? Uh, right there. And um, I think there's more on the very bottom. So as Jonathan's scrolling through there, is there any more discussion about um, the changes to the bylaws? Remember to raise your hand in um, the participant window or put your name in the chat if you have questions. I don't see any, Jonathan. Okay. okay. Do I have a motion to vote? I move to what? vote on what? Well, uh, 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 member, let's do this correctly. Do I have a do I have a motion to approve SB? Okay. Do I have a motion to approve SB 103? That's Crystal. Who just who just who just motion? Who just motioned? I literally can't hear you, so you need to put your name in the chat. I think it's Crystal, it's hard to tell. Okay, so uh, motion made by Crystal. Okay, motion made by Crystal. Do I have a second? I second. I second. Okay, seconded by Frankie. All opposed? All abstaining? Motion passes. Okay, and real fast, Brenda asked a question. Um, Brenda, um, make sure that you get your questions in while we're still in discussion, but will this information be delivered to clubs and organizations? The answer is yes. We'll be sharing the results of all of this discussion and voting with clubs and organizations at the clubs and org social. And so Frankie will talk more about that. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna get to that, but um, let, me, let me share the screen because I wanted to share some changes I had to the finance code. Finance code's next, right? Yeah, uh, okay, so moving on to new business action item, FR100, adding viewpoint neutrality to the finance code. Okay, so the only thing that, so the, this part's defined, the yellow parts are all the same from last week, like we discussed. What I only, the only thing I changed is what's highlighted in the blue. So this is what I'm gonna have to amend. It's uh, budgets can be increased or cannot be increased during the finance committee, but organizations can reallocate fund requests in different budget lines as long as the total budget does not increase. Any increase will require a new application. And so I did this pretty much just so that way clubs can have, clubs can be more organized and making sure they have their finances. And I know, I understand that sometimes things sometimes change last minute, but that's why there's a second sentence that allows them to reallocate funds. So instead of, for example, like it's something costing $100, now it's 150, but you put two, you put $200 for food or something, one thing you can lower that, you can take that $50 from food and change it over. So that way you don't have to submit a whole new application. Okay, do we have any questions? Does anyone else, and this is also your time to discuss this. So if there's still any outstanding um, questions or things that you would like to know um, and consider before you actually um, amend the resolution. John Winkler says, when the bylaws are amended, will ASI receive an email with an updated copy? 
once once our all of our documents are up um, updated, we'll just put we'll be posting them online and we will send them out to all of you. Uh, Jacob has a question. Hi. Um, so, did we come to an agreement on? I know there was some issues last time we talked. I felt like about how much students could. Um, use in a semester did we come to any kind of a agreement about that yeah so i talked with the finance committee and alaria about that and um i decided to keep it as keep it as it is right now for three thousand so um so that's still that's still the same that um if that would have changed then i would have had it highlighted in blue okay cool but um that's the only change i have just the 6.4 part Okay, do we have any further discussion? Because I'm gonna have to amend this and then you guys are gonna vote on it, so. No, nothing? Okay. Okay, do I have a motion to approve FR100? I move to amend FR100. Okay, move to amend FR100 by Frankie, do I have a second? Second. Seconded by Jacob. All opposed? All abstaining? Motion passes. Okay, so now Jonathan, now that we've amended the resolution, now we actually have to pass the amended resolution. Okay, so the motion to approve the amended FR 100. I move to approve um, amended FR. 100. Okay, motion by Frankie, do I have a second? Seconded by Ali. Okay, seconded by Ali. All opposed? All abstaining? Motion passes. All right. Okay, moving on to new business action item FR 101, adding viewpoint neutrality to the ASI funding policy for student groups. Um, now, nothing's changed on the first page. These are um, these are all the same from what we discussed last week. The changes I have are highlighted in blue. So I added, due to COVID-19 pandemic, ASI will only fund virtual events for the 2021 academic year and due to 2021-2021 uh, virtual school year, ASI will fund prizes and giveaways for virtual events. Uh, we also changed, um, so after an event, a club used to have 10 days to to file their um, their paperwork. Now we changed it to 21. We, um, we're going to try this as an experiment to see how, how long it takes clubs to um, to, to bring in their receipts um, after their event was um, after the day of their event. And then I, we added right here four applications that do not submit an, a post event form within 21 days. Clubs will lose 10% of the funding for that academic year. Do we have any questions or comments for Frankie on this?
I believe that's the only thing I changed. Yeah, all the rest of it's still the same. The rest of the yellows, what we discussed yesterday or last week. So is there, any, is there any further discussion on um, the ASI club funding policies um, and any of the changes that Frankie is proposing? Okay, do I have a motion to amend FR 101? I move to amend FR 101. Okay. Movement by Frankie, do I have a second? I second Maria Espinoza. Okay, seconded by Maria Espinoza. All opposed? All abstaining? I abstain, Jacob Richardson. Okay. Motion passes. Do I have a motion to approve FR 101 with the amended changes? I move to approve FR 101 with the amended changes. Frankie, do I have a second? I second, Stephanie Magana. Okay, seconded by Stephanie. All opposed? All abstaining? I abstain, Jacob Richardson. Okay. Motion passes. Cool, thanks guys. And then just so you all know, we'll be scheduling viewpoint neutrality training for everybody where um, we will um, do that before we will be giving any money out to clubs and organizations. Um, and that in that time, we'll also, you'll have the opportunity to brainstorm questions that you want to ask clubs. We'll pass them by our university attorney to make sure they're appropriate and are within the law. Um, but uh, look for that um, to be coming up shortly. Okay, moving on. Uh, old business. Do we have any old business to discuss, Aloria? No. Okay, moving on then to special reports, Antelope Valley. Um, we currently, um, the, the uh, Debbie Rodriguez from Antelope Valley is recruiting students. She potentially has one student who is interested. So they're gonna be doing an interview with that student. So we should be sh hearing shortly if we have some AB reps. Okay, moving on then to special reports, Student Recreation Center. Luis, you can go ahead and unmute yourself. Thank you. Hello, everybody. My name is Luis Mexicanos. I am the new student manager at the Rec Center for Marketing. Um, some reports that we have are um, last week was our first week, and we saw a, big, a good increase in our social media reach, um, along with Group X was um, introduced last week as well. We had a pretty a record-breaking video in our social media for Group X. It was Right now, we're seeing it has around 1.2 thousand, so 1,200 views. Um, what else? So coming up next week, we have more group X classes, and we have we will be host, hosting our second Kahoot night. That's going to be music theme, and our first minute to win a challenge coming up next week as that as well. Something new we would like to mention is we have received the results from the Wake Forest Wellness Survey we had back in February. So I'm very eager to you know get to analyzing the, the results and implementing in our programs and services. And that'll be it for the Rec Center. 
Thank you, Luis. Uh, does anybody have any questions or comments? None that I see. Okay. Moving on then to special reports, CSSA. Hi everyone. Um, so I just wanted to keep you updated that the next plenary meeting is on September 19th and September 20th. And of course they're happening virtually and I'll have more information as we get closer to those dates. Thank you, Vanessa. Uh, does anybody have any questions? Not that I see. Okay, moving on then to director reports. So I have a direct report here from Caitlin. She just wanted to remind everyone that next week is Suicide Prevention Week. And so be on the lookout for flyers and events um, in the chat and please share them on social media. Um, and um, she hasn't received food pantry numbers, but um, she'll uh, mention those um, next week. Okay, thank you, Caitlin. Any other reports? Remember, if you have director report, please either raise your hand in the chat um, in the participant window or put your name in the chat. Seeing none. Okay. Moving on then to executive officer reports, President. Hi everyone, I just wanted to say happy second week of school. Um, if you guys, um, I hope everything's going well and if you're struggling at all, please know that you can always reach out to your execs and even myself, we're always here for you. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about the next community conversation, which is gonna happen on September 17th from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And um, moving forward as we plan for future conversations into um, for the fall, we are gonna be collaborating with other student leaders on campus, um, specifically from the BSU. And also I extend this um, invitation to collaborate to any of you as well. If you have any ideas for um, topics, we're always um, taking suggestions from students. Um, next is that the um, Hispanic Heritage Committee reached out to ASI and they would like to collaborate for Takeout Tuesday. Um, and so we are going to be doing that, highlighting different um, locally owned Hispanic uh, businesses and restaurants. So that's going to be a lot of fun and hopefully we can um, integrate some cool, maybe some history or different um, facts in our survey to kind of um, educate students about um, Hispanic Heritage Month. And then also big shout out to Nadia for um, hosting the first ever virtual runner hour. Um, it's definitely, it was a great time. And I know that as we get into the fall, um, students are going to um, really appreciate those types of events as well. And then also Kappa Sigma and Hilda from the Dreamers Resource Center for um, attending. I thought that was really great. And then also lastly, Ed Webb for um, hosting the virtual club fair. Um, I think it's great that we're going to continue that into the semester as well. So that being said, um, just know I'm always here um, for, for directors, for students, and I hope you have a great week. That's the end of my report. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Does anybody have any questions or comments? None that I see. Okay. Moving on, Executive Officer Reports, Executive Vice President. Hi, everyone. First, I'd like to give a quick little shout out to Jonathan, our new chair. I think you're doing a great job. You're learning everything so fast. So thank you. Keep up your great work. Um, I also like to give a little shout out to Roxanne, our 
previous EVP. Congrats on your position of being president of SWE this year. Um, I am going to be reaching out to you about the, the meetings. Um, so you'll be hearing from me. And then off, I did attend the T-Pain event. I loved it. I It kept me entertained the whole night. I had nothing else to do. Um, and it was very well organized. So thank you. Um, this week, we recorded the our club fair uh, video with the other execs. I did the Takeout Tuesday confirmations. We had Martin's Meets this week. And then also, I worked on office hour reporting for our directors. So directors, you will be getting a Google form that we'll be doing. That's where you're going to be able to report all your hours. And I'll be sending it out to Alari and the rest of the execs. And that's it for my um, reports. Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, does anybody have any questions or comments? Uh, Roxanne just put in the chat, thank you, of course, please reach out. And that's it. Okay, moving on to Executive Officer Reports, Vice President, Campus Life. And good afternoon, everyone. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah? Okay, perfect. All righty. So first and foremost, I do want to welcome Dr. Rodriguez um, to the Runner family. We are excited to have you. Um, sorry, my camera is not on, guys. Um, I am at a, a quick, urgent call, so and we're doing that, taking care of that. So that's the reason why I don't have my camera on. Uh, moving forward, housing students and our dining staff uh, to help and find solutions for housing students. Um, and then I also, I've also been meeting up with Hilda and as Vanessa had said, we're gonna be collaborating uh, to be part of the Hispanic Heritage Month. We are super excited to be um, for runner hour, uh, I was really, really nervous. Um, it was our first ever virtual runner hour, so I'm super thankful um, to Kappa Sigma Fraternity, uh, Hilda from the Dreamers Research Center and the food pantry uh, for attending and tabling with us. Uh, we did, all, and so, hey, it's still something, you know? Um, and I'm really, really thankful for everybody who uh, reposted it on their Instagram social media pages. Um, so thank you so much for the support. I'm still hopeful that we will get a truck and get more students out here. Let's keep it going, guys. Um, and then I want to give a shout out to my committee. We did have a successful meeting today. We discussed a lot of um, director businesses that they had. Um, and so, so far, so good. We're just trying to keep it going and um, resilient. And I'm excited uh, to see what we have in store for the next few months. And that's all for my business. Thank you for that, Nadia. Uh, does anybody have any questions or comments? None that I see. Okay, moving on then to Executive Officer Reports, Vice President of Finance. Yes, hello. 
Awesome. So thank you guys so much. We're now able to distribute funds to clubs now. So I'm excited to hear from clubs. And uh, this week I was presenting to freshmen, um, seminar classes, and those have gone, all gone. Very Sorry, heavy. trying to figure out who's unmuted. Anyways, uh, uh, where was I? <laughs> now he's just lagging. So even though she's yeah. muted, her audio is catching up. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, I, I was like, what the heck? Is, what's going on? Anyways, um, talking to... I was, I, uh anyways i was i was going to freshman orientation classes speaking to them about asi the resources uh, csb has and the, about like the food pantry the garden virtual computer lab it all went very well um i also have my financial literacy workshop my budgeting 101 coming up on wednesday um literally right before the board meeting i had a rehearsal with jaime from valley strong uh, going over the PowerPoint, making sure um, that everything's in order. So I'm really excited for that on Wednesday. And that's about it. Okay. Thank you, Frankie. Uh, does anybody have any questions or comments? Not that I see. Okay. Moving on to Executive Officer Reports, Vice President, Legislative Affairs. Hello, everybody. Um, congratulations on making it to your second week of virtual online classes. Congratulations. That's a big accomplishment. Make sure you're staying up on your assignments because I'm getting a lot more than usual. I don't know about you, but um, I've been working on my, uh, my uh, schedule here. So definitely, I think Donna O would be proud of me. So um, the biggest update I have for you is we just finished um, Lobby Corps coordinators and group interviews. That's why I was about five minutes late to this meeting because we were interviewing from one to three. And so um, we, we've finalized our fellows um, and we just have to break, uh, whittle it down to one coordinator and we have two people for that position. So um, me and Ignacio will be meeting after this meeting um, to finalize and um, we'll make an announcement I'll get back on the um, ASI Legislative Affairs Instagram because um, Aragon still has that login information. And um, we'll make, um, I'll make a flyer with everybody's headshots and be like, hey, welcome to the 2020-2021 Lobby Corps. So, that's very exciting. And that's basically my update. Um, it's really been a really big uh, <laughs> undertaking from like 24 applicants to now we're almost done. So uh, very exciting. And I'll be scheduling those meetings very soon. Um, so that's my report. Um, keep smiling. Stay positive, but not for, not for COVID. Thank you so much for that, Crystal. Um, does anybody have any questions or comments? None that I see. Okay, moving to Executive Officer Reports, Vice President, University Affairs. Hello, everyone. I hope you guys are having a great um, Friday. So this week I had my successful one-on-ones with my committee, the University Affairs Committee, and I also had my first AAA committee, and I think they both went really well. Um, I did notice that in both committees, our main concern is mental health for our students, and what does that mean now that we're virtual? Um, in our both committees, we're thinking of doing surveys. So the AAA committee had a big problem with classes that are 
making um, you put your video on, like they're making it mandatory for you to keep your camera on while on class, just because there's a lot going on in houses. And, you know, it just, there's a lot that I feel kind of puts students in not such a safe space when you do that. And then in my UA committee, we talked about how our concern is that maybe students are taking more classes than they can just because it's online. So we really want to see if we could do um, a takeout Tuesday and do a survey for that and work on seeing if that's a problem and how we could help that. And that's it for my report. Thank you, Maria. Does anybody have any questions or comment? None that I see. Okay, moving to executive officer reports, Chief Justice. Thank you, Jonathan, and everyone on the board. It's good to see everyone again. I hope everyone's classes are going well and we're all, you know, chugging along. Uh, I wanted to welcome uh, Dr. Rodriguez, first of all. It's great to meet the new dean of our department. Uh, you know, shout out to political science, best department around. Uh, uh, moving on to my second point, uh, we are very excited to begin the scholarship process around Thanksgiving. I was very, uh, you know, grateful to hear the accounting team's presentation today on audits and the importance of financial integrity. We administer a big uh, dollar amount, $50,000 in scholarships, 25K in the fall and 25K in the spring. So it's a big undertaking and we're very excited to get started on that, but we'd love to hear, uh, you know, suggestions or uh, comments from everyone else on the board to judicial counsel about ways we can improve that process or better refine it to get those funds out to students. Uh, so yeah, we're very excited about that. Sorry if you can hear the gardeners in the background or right outside my window. Uh, we've obtained the bylaws, so we're beginning our review process. We're very excited to look over and start thinking about Student Bill of Rights, uh, diversity statements, director of students with disabilities positions. So all of these are new uh, sort of trailblazing ideas that CSUB wants to get started with. But uh, again, they're new ideas. So please, as we said at the last point, feel free to reach out if you have any comments or suggestions about how you think those ought to be implemented or, you know, if uh, you think there are any uh, improvements that could be made. Uh, lastly, or uh, second to lastly, one of the justices on the council would like me to reiterate the importance of adhering to public health guidelines and specifically the new guidelines for the state. You know, wash your hands, social distance, wear a mask. These are all the ways that we're going to get back to the top of the list and reopen so that we can get back to campus as soon as possible. So, you know, uh, stick to those guidelines. Um, we don't have a meeting for Judicial Council next week because of Guaranteed 4.0, so we'll see you all there. Other than that, that is it for my report. Everybody have a safe, healthy weekend, and I'll see you all two Fridays from now. Thank you. I yield back. Thank you, John. Uh, does anybody have any questions or comments? None that I see. Okay. Moving to Executive Officer Reports, Executive Director. Okay, everybody, um, congrats on making it through um, week number two. Again, um, you all are on the front line, so please make sure you're talking to students and um, sharing their, um, their concerns here so we can make sure that we're able to um, get answers and really help students as they're struggling, especially with them not being around. So um, remember, next week we will be having no meeting because we will be all attending, um, including myself. The Guaranteed 4.0 is really important. Um, again, virtually, we want to make sure students 
feel supported academically, and I want to make sure all of you do as well. So if you cannot make the Friday from one, there is sessions on Saturday and Sunday, so we can get you to go to one of those. So you just need to let me know. Um, I forgot to bring up during public uh, during campus issues last week, we had Jacqueline bring up a public comment about um, some concerns um, with SSD. So SSD has reached out to her um, and is working with her because um, she actually had some concerns about some other departments on campus. So uh, Jason Watkins is working um, with Jacqueline to um, resolve those um, issues. Um, next is um, the 50th anniversary committee has reached out and they would like ASI to film a um, happy birthday to CSUB video that will be shown on um, October 1st, which will be our big um, CSUB 50th anniversary party. So we will, um, so I'll be sending out a message to see who would like to participate in the filming of this Zoom birthday message. Um, next is one way that each of you can, um, it's kind of back to what Ziggy talked about earlier, one way that each of you can really help on getting students to register to vote is asking your professors if at the very beginning of class you can make an announcement. Um, we are in, we're in a ballot bowl with all the other California schools. So the best way that we can encourage students all of us to register to vote is through your MyCSUB. Because if you do it through MyCSUB, that also includes faculty and staff who um, can register to vote through there. Um, you can, we, CSUB gets credit for that. So then it looks really good. Right now, I think we're ninth in California and Crystal will be able to comment afterwards on that. Um, so it's really important that we are encouraging folks to vote, okay? Um, with that, you can also check your registration because we know we've heard comments um, that people have been dropped off voter registration. So even if you register to vote, it's really important that we like let students know that like you should check your registration and you can also do it through your MyCSUB. So it's super easy. You click on your MyCSUB on the right-hand side under important links, it says register to vote. You click on that magically, it will take you to the, state, the Secretaries of State's website you can either register or check your registration. So I super encourage all of you just to ask your professors if that um, to be able to um, share that in your classes. And then um, lastly, we um, have Crystal is gonna get sworn in as student trustee on Tuesday. So I'm gonna be sending all of you a calendar announcement. It'll be very quick, it's a, a 15 minutes. But um, so if you'd like to be there for Crystal's swearing in, um, I will send that to all of you. So um, that'll be on Tuesday. And then um, as everyone else has reiterated, have a wonderful, wonderful holiday weekend, but please wear your mask. I know, thank you, Frankie, for having your mask on, but please make sure you wear your mask. Um, it's, it's critical um, in order for us all to get back together again. So I think that's it for me. Okay, thank you, Ilaria. Uh, I see Crystal wants a comment. Yes, um, so I can report on the, the Bell Bowl stuff. So CSU Chico is at the top right now with 106. Um, we're all the way at the bottom um, at 16. So that's our rankings. Um, make sure that you check if you register to vote. And remember, if you move, you have to register to vote, um, as well as a few other reasons. So make sure that you vote and make sure that you're sent. And you might have students ask, um, please, another reason to check your registration is to make sure that they have your correct address. Because here in California, everyone's going to be voting by mail. So it's really, really, really important that we make sure that the, um, the state has your correct mailing address. Okay, and I see that Jacob has a question. You literally just answered it. So 
that's that's it. <laughs> okay, good. Any other questions? Okay. Seeing okay. that. Moving then to campus committee reports. Do we have any? I don't see any. Okay. Moving on then to closing remarks. Does anybody have any last words to say? Seeing none. Okay. Uh, with no closing remarks, um, do I have a motion to adjourn the meeting? Ali? I move to join the meeting. Crystal Rain, sorry. Okay. Movement by Crystal. Do I have a second? Second. Second by Ali. Okay, seconded by Ali. All opposed? All abstain? Okay, movement passes. Meeting adjourned at 4.39 p.m.